Welcome to another episode of A Little Ray of Sunshine, Inspirational Stories from Everyday People. I'd like to introduce my guest tonight, Max Meekum. Max, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. So, Max is a teenager. What are you, 18? I'm 18 now. 18 Just now. a couple days. Okay. I thought it would be really interesting to interview someone of your age to just kind of get a perspective because obviously things that you go through are a little bit different than things that um, middle-aged people go through, elderly people go through. And so I thought it'd be fun to get a fresh perspective as to what are things that your age group face. It's weird nowadays. Everything, I mean, if you look at how my parents grew up compared to how we've grown up, there's huge culture like shift between the two ages and it's kind of weird just being there and trying to talk to your parents about how it's different from what it is from they grew up because it's hard to get that understanding between the two of you okay so if you had to say obviously each generation had their own set of struggles Mm -hmm. and maybe there's a cross boundary there between some of them but if you had to choose some of the struggles that that you see happening in kids your age what would be your top ones i think like identity issues nobody knows who they are and everybody's trying to be confused i think it's a big problem we all face is i mean everybody faced it of course but like people are just lacking of confidence in who they are and who they have always been just always trying to please others and try to be what others want them to be what does that look like when, I mean, in a high school full of kids your age? Well, I mean, especially for this age, everybody's, I mean, we're all growing as people. I mean, that's what high school's for. What That's what these ages are for. But everybody seems to be trying to please others and some type of demographic where some people just struggle to enjoy who they are and what they like to do. So what do you think is the danger of falling into that trap of trying to please everybody? I think you lose sight of who you really are. There's a lot of uniqueness that come from individuals who are just confident in who they are. And you need that kind of uniqueness, especially in society. You need different individuals. If everybody thinks the same, acts the same, and tries to be the same, things are going to fall apart. You need everybody to be different from one another. Mm -hmm. And why do you think that's so hard? I'm going to say it's hard for me too sometimes. You want to be like others. I mean, you look at certain people or individuals and you'll be like, I like who that person is, but you got to find how to like yourself and who you are and what the things that make you unique and why they're good. That's great. Um, I remember, you know, even back in the day when I was in high school, listening to you talk, I can kind of feel the same thing. You know, we all like to wear those straight leg button up 501 Levi's and we would put a little split in the sides of them. We always wore Adidas tennis shoes, and it just seemed like if you didn't, you felt like you were an outcast or you didn't fit in. And so is it a kind of a the same today where people are trying to be popular, a kind of a popularity contest? It's more or less everybody. There is a popular contest, but everybody's trying to fit into a certain group of people. There's many different groups now, and which I do see is nice. I mean. There's people that understand that unique in different ways, but they're all trying to fit into these specific groups rather than just trying to be an individual, rather being like some type of demographic or stereotype. Do you think that fitting in somewhere is important for people so they feel that they belong? Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to fit in. I want to fit in with everybody, but to fit in the best is usually most confident people in who they are, just find that they fit in with others. I guess the mystery to me is... 
you see so many different groups. And, you know, kids aren't out there trying to be bad kids, I don't think. I just think they're trying to fit in and find where they belong in this world, right? So the, the idea, really, it just puzzles me sometimes. And I know that eventually you guys are going to grow up out of this. You're going to become adults. You're going to be the next leaders. You're going to be contributing members of society, working. How do you think this time of your life is going to prepare you for that? It's kind of the foundation blocks of who we are. Me not saying high, who you are in high school is who you're going to always be, but you build a lot of character in high school, especially you build from the people that you're around in high school. Rather, you have good friends, bad friends, good people to be around. They build you up. They break you down. You become closer to them or you come like them. Some people just really get an identity in high school and that's perfect to get like identity now. Tell me what some of the identities are that you know, at least from the school you attend. I Meaning we have our stereotypes, of course. We have sure. like our- Let's yeah. talk stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we have like our athletes. We have those kids that are like the smart kids, of course. You have the different demographic groups, such as your like white kids or your Mexicans or whatnot. And then you have your goth. And then you have just those that are just trying to figure out where they land in this like scale of people. They're very- like different groups and some people just get concerned that they aligned in the middle of some like demographics or groups and they try to figure out how to go to one group or the other where it's really just quite fine kind of being who they are in the middle yeah is it easy to spot these different groups oh for sure you w walk through the high school and like clicks of people is such a thing now but i'm sure it always has been too i think so i think Clicks have been around as long as people have been around, yeah. you know, and I think part of the reason is, is we gravitate towards those people that are mm -hmm. most like us. They have the same interests as we do. Back in my high school, you had jocks. I think we called the, and then we had the, these are stereotypes, mm -hmm. jocks, stoners, drama kids. And I often think to myself, what would happen if we did away with the labels and didn't have any labels at all and just said, these are students at Rigby High School. Mm -hmm. Do you think we need labels, Max? No. I mean, I think labels create who we are, but when you identify just to that label, then it limits who you are too. Mm -hmm. It's great to have certain labels, like certain labels can lift people up, but other labels can find you to a box of, yeah. I have to be this one thing. I have to stay this one pe person. I have to be around these certain people. And we run the risk with labels. We run the risk of living up to the expectations of what that label is. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason we fall into a particular group that, oh, I don't know, maybe we're not comfortable being in, but they accept us, then we have to act the part in order to continue to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Even if that's the part you don't want to fill too. Yeah. And I think we run that risk, don't we? So how do you go about as Max Meekum? And I see you as a a fine young man and you have really good, strong morals and values and you're just a great young man. How do you continue to be that amidst all these other forces that are, that are surrounding you? It's hard in the high school trying to keep your identity on who you are. Cause you do want to conform to these certain groups. So you can feel like you can fit in. But one thing like as LDS, we've been taught that we are unique and how our unique is beautiful. And we were, we were created this way for a purpose because each unique soul is important right? Part of the thing that makes us unique is our core values too, right? We don't believe in drinking. We believe in keeping chaste. We believe in certain things like that, trying to avoid cussing and being vulgar. And that really can set you apart, especially in the high school nowadays. 
So if, what are your core values? I just really want to uphold what the values of the church are while remaining who I am mean. I want to be the best version of me. I know that version exists. And I know that's the version that our Heavenly Father and Jesus see of me. I'm trying to live up to that person that they see. I'm trying to be better and kind of be that person my parents also see in me. They see the potential that I have and I'm trying to just keep improving myself just because I am changing. And sometimes you kind of change to be like certain groups or certain people. I don't think it's necessarily bad either, though. It's good to change and it's good to be able to fluctuate and change and just kind of flow. So what is the, what is the best version of Max Meekum? What does that look like? <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think the best version is me of, is of a confident person that is just kind to others. I'm always trying to be, try to show confidence without being like prideful about it, but also being happy with who I am and being kind to others and taking care of others when they need to be taken care of. Is that something that you've always tried to do? Pretty much. I mean, I've always looked up to my parents. They've always seemed to be looking out for everybody that they can, and especially my siblings too. My brother Braden, he was always looking for those that needed a place to fit in, and he'd give them a place that they felt comfortable with. And my sister was always making sure everybody felt included. I've always looked up to these people, and I've always mm-hmm. wanted to be like them in certain ways. I mean, we can learn something from anybody in our lives. There's good qualities about everybody around us. Well, that's a great answer. You've got t- two good parents that have taught you well. Yeah. Well, that's that's very safe to say because I know them. If you had to think about your ideal version of the high school, what would that look like? I think the ideal version is where these groups don't exist, where people are just friends with people based off of just being friendly and kind to one another. I mean, it, I sure do have quite a few friends that go into all of these different groups. I wish a lot of the time that I'd be more confident and I'd just try to hang out with these people more often, but I get scared too. I like being around my group as well. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable being in that group you're comfortable with, but I think a nice high school would be where everybody doesn't have really these boundaries we conform to and we can all just be ourselves and mm-hmm. be friends with one another and find people that we just get along with. Let's say you went to bed tonight and tomorrow you woke up and you felt like your life was different and had it really improved and, and all of a sudden you had the confidence to, to go into these different groups. How would, what would you do? What would you say? Which groups would you go to? I'd go to everybody. I mean, everybody has something yeah. special about, like, especially these groups. Everybody's got those qualities that make them important and makes them a good group to be around. Even in those that I don't exactly agree with and how they act, but they still have good qualities about them. So, mm-hmm. so looking for those good qualities yeah, and looking for the, I, I w- always want to be more open-minded about people because there's good in everybody. It's just sometimes you forget. Yeah. And I mean, every one of us in this wide world that we live in have unique characteristics about ourselves that define us. And where do we find those characteristics? Where do we de- learn how to define ourselves? It's bouncing these things off our friends, our peers, the you know, kids we hang out with. And if they don't accept it, a lot of times we change our ways just to fit in. And that's kind of an external view that can be dangerous. Whereas you mentioned a little bit ago, you talked about being confident and finding, you know, kind of like finding your voice or finding yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And the only way to do that is to not let other people or other groups determine for you what should make you happy or what should make you a good person. You've got to come to that conclusion yourself. And so if your friends aren't giving that to you, where do you think you find that? You could always find new friends. There's always somebody that would like to be friends with you and that'd be happy with who you are. Real good friends will support who you are. And especially they'll support you when you're happy and when you're doing good in life, when you're making the right choices. Good. From from time to time, I hear those feel-good stories about uh, students who will do something like a random act of kindness for somebody. I think that's pretty impressive because teenagers, and don't, don't get me wrong here because I was one once too, but I feel like the teen years were more into ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about us. And in a way, I mean, I think that, that has to be because that's how we find out who we are. But sometimes it takes getting outside of ourselves mm. to get involved with other people and spreading joy and kindness to really find out who we are. Do you see any things like that in your high school? Well, me, even with myself, sometimes you feel kind of as you said, but it's all that we're trying to be. We're concerned about what others think of us and we're concerned about ourselves, where everybody else is also concerned about themselves. I think it'd be a whole lot easier. I mean, this is in the perfect world, right? right? If everybody was just happy with who they are and worked on themselves on the person they actually want to be, not the person they thought others wanted them to be. Because uh, we're all concerned about each other's thoughts of each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than what we think of ourselves and if we're happy with who we are. Sure. How powerful do you think peer pressure is then? Oh, highly. And in what ways do you see that manifest itself? All the world's standards have changed and as peer pressure mm-hmm. comes in drugs alcohol porn stuff like that comes great influence through your peers I mean you are like the five people you hang out with the most and if those five people are not doing great things then you're more likely to fall into that peer pressure of what they're doing and follow their example and lead and at your age and even younger i think it's really hard to break away from that mm. because that's you want to be accepted like we said earlier i think of an example and This is learned even when you're in grade school or younger. And an example might be this, and this is made up. I mean, this isn't a true example, but what if a a little boy goes to school and in his backpack, he has a bunch of Barbies. And at recess, he goes out, sits out on the grass, opens up his backpack and starts playing with his Barbies. What do you think the other boys are going to say and do? They're going to give him a hard time. They're going to be mean. Yep. They're going to laugh at him. They're going to make fun of him. And so at that age, obviously our brains aren't fully developed. We know that. So he takes that and internalizes that and says, oh, this is the wrong thing to do. Even though it's something I enjoy, I'm not hurting anybody, but they don't like it. So I better change. Mm -hmm. So you see how early on that starts to affect our lives. And so that's why... I feel like labels need to be, uh, we really need to be careful with the labels that we get. Because if we you know, are really steadfast with those labels, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think kids will adhere to that and just um, really take it to heart and become what you keep telling me I am. Mm-hmm. Let's say you had a group of kids in, in your high school that you were able to visit with. And they said, hey, Max, what, you know, what makes you, Max, what message would you give them 
that might be helpful as they progress and grow further in their lives? What message would you give them? Be confident in who you are and who you think you should be. Be happy, but always look to grow. There's plenty of ways we can grow in the world around us. There's good qualities about every person around us. And we can grow from those qualities about those around us. So look for the good in people and look to grow to be the good. Grow to be the good. Look to grow to be the good. That's great advice. And so you're obviously growing to be the good right now. Do you feel like you've reached where you want to be? I don't think I'll ever reach where I want to be. Great answer. I mean, we're always trying to mean as we see what's possible. I always think about it. I attend to the gym a lot, right? And as you slowly put on muscle, you can see that you can put on more muscle and you can improve in other ways. You find the flaws as you improve. You find that this part of you is great. Well, now this other part needs to catch up and you just keep going and going until you, you know, we're always trying to strive to be like, oh, yeah. like Jesus. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So if I had a mirror and I wish I did, but if I had a mirror right here and I'm holding it up to your face, what do you see? Look into that mirror and what do you see? It's weird to look in the mirror, really, because we have this vision of ourselves in our heads and then you look into the mirror and you somewhat see a different person. Okay. What's the vision you have in your head? I mean, I always see myself, this is just me being cocky and confident as a better person than I am in the mirror sometimes. And then I'll look into the mirror and then I'll bring back reality. Okay. What's reality? Reality is I still have room to improve and change and things to fix. Okay. So that's one thing. You look in the mirror and say, I still have room to improve. Okay. And what else do you see? That's tough, isn't it? That is tough. I mean, the details I see for, like, are you asking just what I see second in myself? What you see, because I'm going to keep asking. <laughs> I always see my eyes. They're different than most. And I see my chin. I have a unique chin compared to most, and it's the butt chin, so it makes a different shape. And then I see, I usually go next to my hair. And then... What do you see with your hair? Just, a, I mean, the mess, but I usually like it as a mess, because that's... Mm-hmm more fun for me so you mentioned your eyes what do you see when you see your eyes i kind of see my parents eyes actually i see when i look into my eyes i kind of see similar eyes to my parents which is always kind of nice to know you have those Mm -hmm. same eyes because they both have kind of this hazel green eyes Mm -hmm. so what else i see my smile and the braces that used to be there I see my nose and I can still imagine the day that I broke it and it was under this eye instead of where it's supposed to be. I remember seeing that. (laughs) And I remember, and I still see how little crooked is, but that's the way it is. I see. I see me. Who's me? Max Jesse Meekum is who I see. You see Max Meekum. That's you. You say, I see me. Mm-hmm. What makes up me? Because I feel like you're a unique teenager. I've watched you. I've known you for since you were a lot younger. And I've watched you develop into a young man that I feel like others can aspire to be like you. And that's why I really wanted to have you on this podcast. Because there's something unique about you that other people can hear that may be helpful for them. So now you say, I see me. Who is me? I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
I'm a proud leader. I enjoy being able to help others through what they need to do. I am a confident young man most of the time. I enjoy making jokes. I enjoy being around others and seeing them smile and laugh. I enjoy trying to improve myself each day, seeing small improvements as I go. I see all the experiences I've gone through in life, every little thing that's made me the way I am. Because every little experience in your life really changes who you are, even in small ways. Everything has an influence. I see who I used to be and I see who I'm trying to strive to be. Who'd you used to be, Max? I used to be an unconfident young man who I struggled with self-image and stuff, as Mm -hmm. many kids my age do. I was at times just not completely happy with my life and I didn't strive to make the changes until recently to make myself happy. I was content with just sitting in misery sometimes. Content with being mediocre? Yeah, content with not growing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a danger in that too, right? Because if you if you get too content, then you don't see that there's a need for growth. But you've you've moved past that. That's outstanding. How did you get to that point where you decided, hey, I'm, I need to change? I mean, you can only sit there for so long before something happens. And luckily, I was surrounded by people that helped me realize that these things don't always have to be the way they are. You can improve to be what you want to be and closer to your savior and closer to how you want to see yourself. You said a minute ago, you know, you're not there yet. I don't think we ever will be, at least in this lifetime. But that doesn't mean we quit trying, that we stop growing, right? We're just about out of time here, but one day you're going to be a parent. One day mm. you're going to be doing the things that your parents are doing now. And if you could make one major change in your life in high school, what do you think a big change might be that reach your goals? Take those steps to talk to those people that you want to talk to. I walk past people every day that I should be like, I should talk to this person. They would have something to say. They'd be a nice person to know. But we stick to those groups we talked about earlier and we confine ourselves and you get nervous. I would tell my kids to be brave, be bold, and talk to the people that you don't feel comfortable around because being different and being around different people is a great thing to have. Yeah, it really is. You heard yourself say that. Now what does that mean you're going to do? I'm going to take the steps to talk to those people to grow and to be better than I was before. All right. And when's the best time to do that? Always in the moment. Always in the moment. Tomorrow you've got class. Do you think it would be possible if one person, you or anybody, did one thing out of their comfort zone that was nice for somebody else? Do you think that that would be a ripple effect for the whole school? I mean, it's something simple, small, small thing. Yeah. By small and simple things, great things can come to pass. I think that you're right, right there. And I think that your example could start a ripple effect of great things that could happen with the student body. I don't know what that would be, but listen to the promptings. Get up each day and pray that Heavenly Father will give you an opportunity to have an impact in somebody's life. And then listen to the prompting and act upon the prompting.
You think something good could happen from that? I couldn't see anything ever going wrong with something right. like that. Exactly. Exactly. And one last question for you. As you were talking about who Max Meekum was, mm-hmm. how did that feel to you when you actually started to get really into what uh, your feelings were about who you, who Max Meekum is? It's always uncomfortable to kind of talk about yourself. It's weird to try to look upon yourself in that like third dimension and see yourself as not just who you're comfortable in the skin and but who you really are. Yeah. Because it's not just skin and bone. No. Is it? Skin and bone is only what we can see. It's what's underneath, what lies beneath that skin and bones that make us who we really are. Right. And I feel like you've got a good head start in life just because of what you're doing now. So make me a promise yes, sir. tomorrow when you go to school that you will find at least one person to talk to that you maybe have avoided or haven't uh, talked to for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Go out of your comfort zone, take a step into their lives for a minute, and just see where that goes. And if it feels good and, and you've made a big impact, continue to do that every day. Because like you said earlier, people are trying to fit in and they'll follow the crowd. Why not follow you, right, in what you're doing? Don't you think? Yeah. Well, thanks a million for being part of this podcast. I didn't know where it was going to go. Like I said, when we sat down, we don't have anything written down, but just uh, it was a great conversation to have with you, Max, and I appreciate you taking time out of your night. I appreciate you considering me. You bet. And to my listeners, remember to speak up, speak out, and speak often. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.